0: Hello everybody and welcome back to Dicing with Death. How are you doing, Ryan?
1: Hello, doing well. Doing excellent. well excellent. Yeah. Same old.
0: Great. We we kind of went over all of the stuff in the pre-show, which if you don't know, you have to catch live. Uh there's no VOD of it ever.
1: Um, yeah, the content is too spicy for YouTube. hmm We don't want to get Neil cancelled with all the talk of uh well, we can't tell Jones. you what it is because oh, yeah. it would get us yeah. canceled.
0: There we go. <laughs> right. <clears throat> that cancel culture. Ugh. I just want to never mind. Never are mind. Are you trying are you
1: trying to beef up your uh, viewership by ranting about cancel culture?
0: I was going to make a sarcastic remark about people who talk about cancel culture, but mm-hmm. I figured it was preaching a to the choir, too on the head. And not worth anyone's time or effort at all. So, uh, Devon, my friend. Where are we? We don't have a recap today because I'm a bad person.
2: Um, But... No, this is not...
1: This is Dyson with Death. Here we
2: go.
0: Um, I believe
1: this episode we are going elemental hunting.
0: Ah, yes, the elemental in
1: the hill. Actually, here we we are maybe. up at uh So last was last session, the time skip. Mm hmm. Yeah. Last session, we sk- skipped an unknown number of years, years. Who knows? Maybe, maybe Devon has a baby too, and we're just—he's uh, just a bad father and ignoring him to roam the uh, hills in search of adventure.
0: Wizards don't have time to deal with changing diapers. That's why they mm-hmm. have unseen servants,
1: there also you called
0: your spouse.
1: Yeah, <laughs> Devon's wife, the unseen servant. Yeah, that was the joke. Yeah, was her
0: name? See, unseen, unheard, unknown. He had a name. Might have been she Helen. Has a name. It's probably Helen. It's probably Helen. That sounds exactly like what I would name your wife. Yeah, because the coins have Devon's face on one side and Helen's head on the other side. Cool. Either Helen's your wife or it's the elder's wife. Your wife's mom. Okay, cool. Also, these are great little coin pictures I've drawn. Good enough to share with the world.
1: Can you post that to Dicing with Depth Arts and Memes, Devon Fan Art?
0: Yeah, can someone screenshot this and post it to... I don't know if I can get the camera to focus Finally, Neil
1: can uh, post in the Artwork channel without getting uh, his messages deleted and oh slapped from the admins.
0: My mods are always deleting my messages in the Arts and Memes channels. Because you're is... not
1: allowed to post messages in the Arts and Memes channel.
0: Yep, yep, and I keep doing it, and they keep having to delete them. And it's... Uh the way the world should work, you know? So if
1: Neil ever doesn't respond to you in the discord, it's because he's been 24 hour banned for uh, breaking the rules, <laughs>
0: breaking my own rules and telling my mods to enforce my breaking of the rules. Yes, yes, I'm a lawful citizen here. Yes, so I'm neutral because I will break the rules, but then I'm like comfortable with people finding me for breaking that the
1: sounds, rules. That sounds lawful, right? A, a man can uh, stray from his own convictions, right? And still hold them. Right? I feel like you are I'm willing uh, to take the punishment
0: al- to speak in the chat. So that is
1: lawful. I'm not hiding from it. It's um honorable at the least. You're breaking the law, but you still want it enforced. I don't know. I guess it depends on if you think alignment is based on your actions or your beliefs slash intentions. I mean,
0: it's half intent, half impact. Like, right? Chaotic
1: lawful. There you go. Oh yeah. I think chaotic lawful is chaotic If you only obey the law sometimes that's just it's that's... just
0: called accountability ryan
1: there you go Thanks, um Nightmare. anyways back to devon we skipped some time necrot is uh growing mm-hmm. uh, devon's tower is slowly rising out of the red hills mm-hmm. a new village has been founded on the coast Yes it has. Shel- shelter Bay uh under diplomatic protection from the coastal raiders. Mm-hmm. The uh yeah, and uh there was some spell research done. Yes it was. Some potions were uh were brewed. Yep. And
0: And then you went to go search for an elemental, and you ended up near your giant, your pet giant.
1: Yes, this is the Earth elemental that we accidentally unleashed upon this plane. Or got stranded on this plane.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: It might be able to go back on its own accord, but it has chosen to uh, hang out in the Red Hills, so we're Mm -hmm. hunting it down. Excellent so we are up here northwest northeast of necrot north right of necrot thank you um we spent a night in chronos's uh shrine to Belfara. Mm-hmm. visited our blood fountain probably replenished our troll blood supply and then uh sent our eye out which Swiftly spotted the elemental moving through the hills. And Devon ran out to meet it. And I think we kind of left it on a cliffhanger. Devon like recollected his crystal ball, which uh discarded in the desert out there, and he's now searching for this elemental on foot.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Going up with the white balance today. Way too green excellent Devon. so um you have set out on foot after spending a night with your giant do you have a location on this creature
1: uh we saw it with the so he sent out his clairvoyance mm-hmm. modified clairvoyance spell which animates a crystal ball to like turn it into a floating eye mm-hmm. that he then sent out and as soon as he spotted it so he had like he was like watching for these stacked stones that sometimes are uh, left around the hills to see if they were disturbed by the elemental, and he looked out and spotted the elemental directly, or at least it moving beneath the uh, the dirt, mm-hmm. churning up earth and rock, and then immediately dropped the clairvoyance and ran out on foot. It was about five miles, so. He doesn't have a location at the moment, but he knows where it was two hours ago or something like that. Excellent. So here we are. And I believe it was following a relatively straight path, if I recall, to the north right.
0: There's no reason for an elemental to take a winding path. They can just... All right, Ryan. Um, I want to see how fast you can get out there. So I think this is like endurance for keeping up a running a run or a jog because you can walk five miles in th- two, three, four hours through these hills, something like that. Um, yeah, I don't but if you want to have... like huff it, huff,
1: huff, not huff it, hoof it? it, Huff it, huff it, huff it. You might be huff huffing it. when you're done hoofing it. I do not believe I have any any special ability to move other than decent stats. So, con, con check or something? Yeah.
0: I think that is the most appropriate action. Um, yeah, why don't you just keep making me con checks and we'll just see how ex- exceptional you are.
1: Keep making them?
0: Yeah, give me th- up to three.
1: Um, I'm wondering if there's another explanation here.
0: Oh, my God. No, Devon just jogs like a madman. And you find yourself uh, eagerly chasing this elemental down up into the hills, through the valleys and whatnot. Until you have reached the place that your crystal ball has fallen. You've picked yeah. it up.
1: Um, and I probably spot the, like, churned up earth, right? Is there, like, a weird trough where uh, where the elemental traveled? maybe uh maybe in a day or so the wind would obscure this or if you didn't know what you were looking for it would just look like an odd formation in the hills but because i saw it moving so recently i hope that i can just follow like the upturned earth you can keep jogging
0: and very shortly, the upturned earth will bring you to a cliff that overlooks the sea. You've walked past this area a long, long, long time ago when you were first adventuring and looking for the Cave of Seltzer. Mm-hmm. Um, so this area is vaguely remotely familiar to you, at least looking out over the ocean is.
1: Yeah, I believe that encounter with the, uh, the two-headed lion that uh, fore- forebode, mm-hmm. I don't know this entire campaign mm-hmm. was somewhere along this route well and here we are looking back at the sea coming full circle somewhere out here was where the sirens mm-hmm. yep um uh does it look like the uh upturned earth goes like straight off the cliff like did it go to the edge and then down or something
0: um if you look off of the edge of the cliff, I would like you to make me a perception check. There is something here that is difficult to see. No. You can't tell what it is, but there is like a glint of something metallic that is um, on the bottom. Off of the cliff, there's like a little tiny strip of beach. Not real beach, just like rocky ground because it's low tide right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and looking down, you can see that there's something metallic and reflective down in like a section of earth that has recently fallen off this cliffside.
1: How far below or how climbable are these cliffs?
0: Cliffs are. Um, at, they range between 80 and 120 feet So at the area that you are right now They are Ooh, not a great that's, roll um, That's still
1: I think that's still 110 too, feet That's still too high I want to yeah. find a safer way down I don't think I have any kind of like Feather falling or anything like that
0: Levitation so I think I'm, uh, No, so
1: I think I'm going to be looking for a way down Okay. So I would like to like go up and down the cliff a couple hundred feet in either direction and see if I can find a way to climb.
0: Yeah, you can um, find an area where there's um like water gets collected as runoff and makes a little creek. And the area of the mountain here has been eroded by the creek and it'll drop to a 60 foot height.
1: Mm-hmm. Does the creek flow straight into the river? Into the ocean? Into the ocean?
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean, it'll like pour off the cliff and then there's uh, oh, okay, it's low so it's tide, so... Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, swimming
1: wouldn't enable me to go.
0: No, 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 either. no. You would you'd waterfall yourself off the cliff if you swam.
1: Um, so ideally, I would like to find a safe-ish way to approach this uh, this beachfront. If not, I mean, I do have divinations and stuff I might use if that seems more prudent. But I would rather get there in person.
0: Hmm. Well, yeah. sixty feet is that too much of a risk for you?
1: Sixty foot climb. What are we gonna? Is it gonna be like forty five percent climb chance or something like that?
0: That seems about right because the that's, cliff here is not particularly and... difficult. In fact, it mm-hmm. might even be considered fairly easy because there's some like grass sticking out and some the mm-hmm. the face is pretty rough, but it's also a little bit crumbly. So I think the yeah. bonuses for it being like um, lots of handholds would be negated by the erosion factor of the side. Yeah. 25 percent is not great. But it's not terrible. You know, it's like three rodkins per hour. Um, the what landing is at the base of the waterfall. It's just rock. Um, on either side of the waterfall,
1: it's dirt and rock. Why do I not have a tumbling deficiency? Is that a can warriors take tumbling? No, it's rogue only. Mm. Okay, that's what I'm working on. I've got a spare slot,
3: mm-hmm. but I need
1: two. If it since it's out of out of my class, that's a no-brainer. I should have taken that at character creation because that would be plus two on my unarmed attacks. Yeah, that would have been great. I mean, Devon's already pretty OP. With like, I kind of feel like you were getting life.
0: plus two on your unarmed attacks. So you, sh- I,
1: I mean, I've got Warrior Thaco. I've got. Okay. Martial arts styles.
0: I'm probably just misremembering then.
1: I don't know. I mean, right now I get plus five on my own or something from level. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I often use strength of stone, which gives like pl- an extra plus three or something. Maybe that's what I'm thinking about. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> um, and of up in the book,
0: it's a 40% chance for an unskilled climber. Can... You're a regular person, you're not wearing any armor, you don't have any
1: ropes. Unarmored um, is a bonus, right?
0: No, there's just penalties for wearing armor.
1: That's not true. Well, if you're a rogue, there's, there's bonuses. Okay, rogues, I'm boom. just looking at. Yeah, yeah. So a fighter can climb in plate mail with no penalty?
0: Plate mail gives you a minus
1: 50% penalty. So non rogues only get penalties, they don't get bonus for being Correct. unarmored? Correct. I they think, only get penalties for wearing armor. I think that's your interpretation. But well, I'm looking at table 66. Six. It. it says mm-hmm. studded
0: or padded is 5%. Scale or chain is minus 15. Plate is minus 50. banded and splint is minus 25. Oh, really? And there's okay, no so bonuses.
1: The... Oh, okay. Yeah. So I guess that is rogue only. It so is there's a separate only. table that has like bonuses for unarmed, unarmored. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I guess I probably want to get down eventually all and if I fall, is it just straight damage? There's no there's no save for half, is there? Nope, not without
0: a tumbling proficiency.
1: I could survive the fall, but I don't really want to.
0: Yeah, it's only 21 damage on average.
1: Yeah, but like, I don't want to take a huge fall right before finding an Earth Elemental. I'll take That's the risk. It.
0: Okay, 40 or lower on a D100. Nice. You can scramble down this cliffside. The water gets in your way a little bit. You move off to the side. You move back and forth as needed. Yeah. And uh,
1: slowly listening as I go, looking out as I go. Mm-hmm. I think mean, that's why I'm so successful, As I'm doing it slowly, cautiously. I'm, I'm stopping to listen for sounds of disturbance,
0: mm-hmm.
1: rumbling of elementals.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, um... I guess your face is right next to this cliff as you're climbing down it. Give me another perception check to see if you hear the elemental within the earth or feel it vibrating against your fingertips is more likely.
1: No. Ooh, okay, no. You I'm are focused too on focused the
0: on the climb and the waves crashing below you. Do uh, I make you... it all the way
1: to the bottom? or No problem, inter- yeah. Okay. All the way to the bottom. All right, What what is this glimmering object down here?
0: As you make your way across the beach, which is still at low tide, this area at high tide, like the waves crash against the, the cliffside itself, so there is not always going to be walkable, but you do make it to that area where there's been a recent collapse, and you find mineral deposits. You find shiny silver deposits. You find large chunks of silver ore. Hmm.
1: Um, can I I would like to inspect this via mundane means so rather mm-hmm. than detect magic using like my archaeology my spellcraft my folklore my my knowledge of such things to try and discern if these are natural silver deposits I guess as natural as anything could be in a world like this or are they these from are here
0: or were they carried toward... by the earth elemental here it's yeah. a great question Yeah,
1: are these I spent a lot of time in inspecting investigating the elemental planes. hmm So uh, what what sounds appropriate? Archaeology, folklore? Spellcraft. (sighs) Uh, Let's see. Archaeology is a study of mages gone past.
0: Folklore is a study of like monsters and creatures and legends around the area. Spellcraft is about the spells of this region.
1: I don't really think there's anything short of like a sage knowledge in this particular area. Is archaeology just mages past? It's not like a history of magic and like construction of magical devices. That's a great question.
0: Let me read the entry.
1: Did you write this or is this from Skills and Powers?
0: Uh, it's from one of the books that I, I might have, like, trimmed up the language a little bit. Uh, study of history and development of magic is termed iconology. A character with this ex- with expertise in this field is familiar with the works of past wizards. If there was a source of powerful magic in the campaign's past, the archaeologist has a good idea who the great mages were and what they were able to accomplish. Special magical items, spells, and forms of magic wielded by these ancient sorcerers are familiar to the archaeologist. With a perfection check, you can identify the general purpose and function of an ancient magic item. Note that this ability doesn't help the character to identify items manufactured by modern schools of, or traditions
1: of magic. Okay, so it does seem like it's... Yeah. History. Um, so it doesn't seem like it's quite archaeology I will point out, though, that like the elemental planes are a source of power. I wouldn't call it Magical power or arcane power, you know what? Like elemental I think, power. Um, so I
0: think folklore will do here because you have yeah. been digging around in these elemental planes, so I think that your folklore will extend to elemental lore yeah. as well.
1: And I've also like firsthand seen deposits in the elemental plane of Earth. Mm-hmm. I guess I don't have like a mining proficiency, the pl- penalties might be uh appropriate, but in any case. I pass. So does this mm-hmm. seem like a natural silver? De- I guess I don't know if I would know like a natural silver deposit isn't really what I'm accustomed to, but I'm used to seeing the elemental plane of Earth.
0: Well, um, as you dig through the debris here, you come across some uh, some like old buried bones and what looks to be like refuse from animals um, there seems to be natural elements from that are definitely from this plane of existence that are mixed in with this silver ore. Um, so either the this silver ore has been transported by the elemental and then mixed with stuff from this area and deposited here or this is just like stuff from the earth got shoved out and excreted into the sea, which just includes the other things that were around it. Um, so it's looking pretty good that these are natural deposits.
1: Okay. Yeah. So interesting. How high did we say the cliff was here? Eighty feet? Sixty feet.
0: Right? Uh sixty feet at the waterfall where you climbed. Oh, okay. At the spot where everything popped out, it was one ten. Okay. Yeah, from here, you can look up the cliffside to see a section of earth that is less weathered. Um, it looks mm-hmm. like this must be where things have recently fallen from, and you can see sparkling bits of silver from your perspective down here looking up.
1: Yeah. Um, and uh, and I think mm-hmm. here it's when I'm in my perception checks have been failed, but I think at this point I want to, like, realize that I've been distracted by the silver deposit, remember my initial intention and be like, crap, is that elemental around? Am I about to get ambushed and look around for signs of the elemental? Last perception check, then. Right, because I've circumstances have changed. I've moved Mm -hmm. down to the beach. Completely different from your point of view. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh,
0: From here, you're looking up, looking around at the area. And then you look back up the cliffside to that area that looks fresher, and the deposits have moved. And if you look at it for a little while, you can see the earth here is actually like shifting ever so slightly, and things are being moved about as if the is elemental it, is it at is, the surface. It's like at the edge of the cliffside.
1: That's perfect. Uh, I don't know if it's moving as well, if we should roll initiative, or if I can get my spell off. It seems
0: just to be like churning in place, maybe halfway up the cliff. So uh, we'll call it 55 feet up. Well, no, the middle of it would be 55 feet up. But if it extends, I don't know, five feet in each direction, 10 feet in each direction, then I guess it's uh, 45 feet above you at
1: the base. Um, I would like to attempt to trap it in a bands of cerulean.
0: So will bands of cerulean form around a creature that is covered by earth or does it need that's, to be that's open why I was asking
1: if it were at the surface uh it doesn't like say anything about that it does have a size restriction gar- mm-hmm. gargantuan or smaller so i would i would think the size restriction gets the best intention right like if it's if it is so intertwined with the cliffside that it is larger than Gargantuan, that seems like it would not be targetable. Um, it say the bands materialize out of air, encircling and capturing the target. So maybe they can't dig into the earth.
0: Yeah, and so it's kind of flush with the cliffside. So I don't think bands of cerulean is gonna work in this particular case. Or right. you're gonna have and to like case, lure it out. I will, somehow.
1: I will try out my new spell direct targeting the elemental Um, so it gets a saving throw which it probably will pass Um, but uh, even if it passes this magical poke may actually get it to do what I want it to do anyways
0: elemental earth hit dice saving throws
1: when you're
0: mm-hmm. supposed to be mm-hmm. sleeping. Hello little one. All this talk of earth elementals looks so exciting. Ah, uh, it rolls a 5 and its saving throw
1: is more than 5.
0: I think so they roll, roll on the no warrior
1: table. Yes. Um all right. Um I it the command will be to uh, to approach me. Um, it does. And it's it's pretty much, I, I, the sentiment needs to be one word or like a a simple action. So mm-hmm. I, I think nuance is probably lost, but hopefully approaching me in a non-aggressive way,
0: <laughs> conveying well.
1: that I mean friendship, but this is all beyond the words of the spell. Yes. And it looks like we made this spell with verbal-only components. Is that the case of command? command verbal Command only? is verbal only yeah. Okay. Um, I feel like, I mean, the command is in a way, in a form that the creature understands so, I feel like I open my mouth and, like, this I mean, there's arcane words or like the words of the command, but like through the magic of the spell, they come out in some form that the creature understands. So, I feel like for an earth like, I open my mouth and I, like, from my perspective, I'm like saying approach and like intoning the magical words, but right, like projected from my mouth. Yeah.
0: These yeah, voices of
1: earth groaning. The earth emanate. elementals
0: feel the P waves emanating from your chest, and mm-hmm. it begins to roll down the mountainside towards you. Um, notably, as it does so, it leaves behind a void in the cliff face. Um, and uh, the void in the cliff face is teeming with silver ore, mm-hmm. just like sparkling all
1: around it does it look like the creature is leaving silver in its wake or does it look like there's just silver here and it's moving through it? Perhaps it was attracted to the silver deposit. The latter. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, but it does roll down the cliffside towards you.
1: Yeah. And so I that's... think now
0: it's initiative roll.
1: Yeah. Um, uh, activating a magical item is a, is an action like using the ESP on yes. my circlet would be an action in and of itself. Yes. Yes. Alright, so I believe I will be casting um, my bands of Cerulean. Ooh, that's good. Oh, I didn't select my token, but I don't think there's any way... Oh, it may not be large, or it might not be huge, large, whatever.
0: It is huge, so it'll roll at plus 9. Hugh-
1: Wait, huge is less than Gargantuan. Okay, yes. So Cerulean should work.
0: Okay, so this guy will roll in at plus nine. Uh, you rolled in at, what was it? Ten? Six? Six? Six. Holy shit,
1: yeah. I mean, that's, that's not even that fast.
0: Just... Magic is fast, so the earth elemental starts coming down, or it has already exited the cliff face, is rolling down towards yeah. you when you summon bands of cerulean.
1: Yeah. Uh, it gets minus two on its save. Whew.
0: 1d20 minus 2. Um, another 5. Nice. The bands wrap around the creature, binding it, holding it in place. Spell wizard, And it lasts a
1: while. One turn plus one round per level. So almost, I've got 19 minutes to figure out what the fuck to do with this thing. <laughs> oh, I, look how cute it is. I want to keep you. Figure out. My Excellent. MP. Um, so uh, I will. I don't know if we need to tick rounds by. It'll probably we, be a little more. Wish- I mean, we do, but we, do. we don't. Um, so because the next the, round
0: yeah, Earth ahead. Elemental still gets its turn And it's sort of like held by these bands But the Earth Elemental does not oh, it might have, have a, strength a specific form Right it is an, um, It's a, it's able to I kind own, of shift I itself
1: think the spirit of the bands of Cerulean or that it traps the creature
0: It absolutely is but because this thing is Amorphic I'm going to say that It will get additional saves Because it might be able to worm its way out um, Because it's amorphic So I will give it the occasional
1: save to see if it can okay. escape. I wonder if there's more details on this, on Vans of Cerulean spell. I feel like giving it a save to more than one save a round doesn't feel fair.
0: Not more than one save a round. Definitely not. Uh, yeah,
1: so like it just failed a save. I feel yeah. like it shouldn't get another save It won't get a save this round. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a good call here. Um, um So I guess it just kind of stops, or maybe it tumbles down the cliff now that it's banded and can't attach um, itself to I, the cliff. Do the
1: bands? wrap around the creature or would the bands like hold the creature at levitated I think they might conjure wrap and then the creature tumbles down the cliffside.
0: I think that's what happens it they wrap around it it starts to fall off the cliff as more of it gets tangled and then the thing just tumbles down in your direction um, you are underneath it as the bands of Cerulean are going off so I want you to make me a dex saving throw a dex check to it's throw yourself
1: directly overhead
0: well that's a big creature. It's huge. Even if it is like slightly off, it could tumble and fall in your direction, All but right, your dexterity step is out of the way and actually that's probably more here.
1: convenient that it lands like right
0: next to me. <sighs> it lands on that big pile of extruded earth that came out from it earlier, and because it's so big, it actually like hits and rolls ever so slightly and ends up like a third of it in the water as the waves wash up and wash
1: back. Um, I can't find the wizard rebuild page but uh, I'm just looking for how many spell points different spell levels cost
0: Um, a third
1: level spell just cost me
0: yeah let me find that for you I can't believe that's not a handout that I have for you wizard system wizard rebuild here it is Spell level casting costs. Third level spells are twelve points.
1: Burning through that MP. Um, So the next thing I will do is activate my ESP amulet.
0: Yes. Hold. I I need to make this a handout so we don't have this problem in the future.
1: (laughs) Mm, Can we do this later? got a yes okay done ticking time bomb strapped to my chest okay uh caring to scream um so i will be activating the esp amulet okay and attempting to communicate with the creature i think i'll cast a tongues the following round
0: all right well i think you were definitely going to beat the creatures initiative because it rolls at plus nine what's your item interaction initiative plus three so um just you know, go before it. It Is rolls it a, a save
1: this spot this first round after.
0: Um, yeah, I was gonna give it a save this round, but it rolls a sixteen. You're definitely going to beat it with your ESP. So it goes yeah. off, and you can read its surface thoughts,
1: which might be incomprehensible Well, are if you ESP are the thoughts?
0: Thoughts are non-language based. Yeah, thoughts so you are primordial.
1: ESP something that doesn't. I roll a one.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, you can sense the surface thoughts of this creature, which at this moment are sort of like a a panicked, I feel trapped,
1: sort of a, a, I need to escape. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I will cast tongues following round, but I I don't know how often you're going to give it chances to escape.
0: I will give it um, a chance now, and then a chance in two turns, and then a chance in four turns. So diminishing returns on these saves. Fucking hell. Um, yeah, another six. Let's save a seven. It stays bound. Uh, and
1: I will cast um And hopefully
0: communicate.
1: I don't know if I can... Oh. I don't know if I can speak in primordial.
0: Additional languages. Are racial. Uh oh.
1: We're going to a break.
0: okay so you can speak the primordial language of this creature one additional tongue um i don't know i don't know how much you can actually speak it but i think you can easily hmm no it does say you can speak this does not enable the speaker the caster speak with animals the spell enables the caster to be understood by all creatures of that type within distance hmm okay I think uh, <laughs> I think we need to go to our break right now. <laughs> All right. We'll be back on the other side of our break, guys. Bye bye. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Dyson with Death.
1: We're hopefully calmer.
2: Mm hmm.
1: Happier. We do not appreciate being restrained. Mm hmm. Just like our Earth Elemental friend. Mm hmm. Nash is um, dead and chillin'. So we'll try to play on. Yeah. OK. okay. So Devon will uh, shatter his small clay ziggurat model and intone the words to a tongue spell, uh, yeah. reaching out and uh, Hopefully speaking in the primordial tones of this Earth Elemental. I don't actually know what sort of, uh, if Elementals have much of a language in your world, but we're about to find out. Well, according
0: to the Monstrous Manual, they rarely speak, but their languages can be heard in the high-pitched shriek of a tornado or the low moan of a midnight storm. Mm. That's specifically Air Elementals, so I'm assuming Earth Elementals have a very similar thing.
1: Yeah groans of,
3: uh, plate tectonics.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, here we go. This type of elemental... Earth elementals... Though it has a mouth-like opening in its face, an earth elemental will rarely speak. Their voices can be heard in the silence of deep tunnels, the rumblings of earthquakes, and the grinding of stone on stone. So, you speak these... Eldritch horror sounds of like stone scraping on stone dwarven right. tunnel silences mixing in with the waves crashing behind you.
1: And I convey to the creature that uh it's going to be okay. You'll be safe, traveler. And uh I'm reading its mind and uh speaking its tongues.
0: It seems not to be surprised that you speak its language, whether this is because it was expecting it or because it is too dumb to comprehend uh, linguistic communication between species is unknown at this moment, but the creature um, in its own tongue begs you to release it.
1: Should have come prepared with a way to control an elemental... Um, but here we are. Release me! Um, what is it that you want in these lands? What are you, uh, what are you doing here? I hunger. I hunger for food. I can feed you. What do you eat? Silver... Gold... Metals... Hmm. I wonder if I can eat my bands of Cerulean. (laughs) Um, What sort of thing could trap an elemental? I can move through... Stone and stuff, right? mm-hmm all right stone they do great
3: yeah
1: all right <clears throat> I make promises I can't keep. Expensive pet. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. If you, uh... yeah, I can feed you. Uh, can I, like, gauge its reaction through ESP? yeah it's surface
0: thoughts are fairly apparent it's not really aware of the esp going on or anything like that so when you say it can feed you um its thoughts remain on it being presently held and bound
1: yeah Mm. so i don't know how these creatures view like power and freedom Mm -hmm. they probably don't uh Don't appreciate it. Mm. Reason with it or push it around. Mm -mm. Sorry, I don't know how to silence this thing, but
0: Mm. So what is a wizard to do? Um
1: Well, I think I will tell it, uh, repeating again with uh, harsher overtones, uh, if you serve me, I will feed you. I have the power to release you. Um, I don't see this going well.
0: Yeah. As in,
1: without, like, a magical means of control, I don't think there's much I can do. With an elemental. Mm-hmm. Um, I,
0: yeah, like, it's pretty pissed. It doesn't like being yeah, bound. So I think it I'm doesn't sorry. respect your your control. It thinks it, it's really? aware it's that a... you might be able to release it, but that doesn't mean it is like I will. You know, it's not a well-trained dog. It's more of like a, a wild stallion that is like, let me go, let me go, yeah. let me go. Yeah
1: um mark of recall I can't objectify this elemental and put a mark of recall on it can I
0: no not on living objects it's
1: living it's considered living
0: yeah also I don't know if its body contains the same form as it moves through earth it
1: might shift slightly so there's some like magical essence to it I wonder what a dispel magic would do to an elemental
0: Control of a conjured elemental can be stolen from the person who summoned it by casting dispel magic specifically at the magical control over the creature. Um, So that would it's unbound,
1: right? But one right, right? It wasn't summoned by like a conjured elemental spell. It wandered in here through a portal that I opened.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so short
1: of like researching a new spell, I don't think there's a way to gain control over it.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I can prod it again with a direct spell, which I think I'll do. Okay. I don't know if I can get lucky on its spells again.
0: I don't know. It's rolled a five and a six, mm-hmm. and then it rolled a seven I at will... minus two for a five, and its self yeah. spell save is seven.
1: You so are I'll drop another... your look. Yeah, I'll push it again and like direct it to uh, to serve, to obey. Um, you direct it to obey. Mm-hmm. It'll only last for a round, but I'm hoping that this will be like a show of power, which it, it resists.
0: resists it. And I think two rounds have passed through this conversation and it will get another saving yeah. throw. Oh.
1: And it fails again. It fails again. again. Rolls a natural right. one. Um, so I, oh I'm already using the uh, Sirona to read its mind. I think I will use the legend lore. To just, like, comb and, like, combing through my own memories, my own archaeology, to, like, mm. think if there's any way to, like, control an elemental, to bind an elemental in this heat of the moment. Like, I know there's, like, potions of elemental control and, like, caesars of elemental summoning or whatever they're called. Mm-hmm. But uh, Devon is racking his mind to see if there's uh, anything that can save him in this moment. I don't know save him. I mean, he's got this creature bound. But
0: it would take. How do I, keep a, I it? It would take it a spell like Conjure Elemental, a fifth level spell. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe Conjure Elemental Kin, if it's already on this planet plane, might be a, a suitable lesser version of the spell that you could hold it normally mm-hmm. you could only be able to small, uh, conjure from their plane small elementals but if a large elemental is on this plane then the lesser conjure elemental spell might actually work to so conjure to typically
1: it. like gates them into this plane or something or like brings in their uh right it brings in their energy to this plane and, then and
0: binds them to your will so if you were to use yep. a lesser conjure spell only for the binding it might be enough magic to hold it but that's mm-hmm. a fourth level spell that I don't think you have
1: I don't have it, no. I have that power, but I don't have that spell researched.
0: Yeah. Um, Well then.
1: I don't think there's much I can do. Let me, so I think what I'm gonna do, I'm talking to it and I will continue with this rhetoric of like, you're gonna serve me one way or another. I think Devon gets frustrated that the directions don't work. Um, The creature
0: grows angry. It grows yeah. frustrated. You can
1: see it begin and to like want... shake and vibrate in the bands. I need some like pieces of an elemental, but I feel like there's plenty of that around, right? So for my potion making, like he's scattering pieces of earth elemental, right? This will be sufficient for my potion of elemental breath or whatever
0: yeah i mean it's scattering bits of earth elemental but it's like falling in the dirt and sand next to the sea and getting mixed around by the water as the waves come in and out okay uh, it might be bound, best i'll
1: to... make it I'll, I'll make a weapon attack against it i don't want to waste a spell on like disintegrating off a piece of it okay um to use your weapon to rip at it i think you get yeah, a plus four I... because it's held it's got yeah. ac2 so 18 I'm going to use my uh my staff my elemental pike I think it is mm-hmm. which actually might be risk like what happens if I an earth elemental like wouldn't consume a stone axe that hits it right that doesn't seem like it would happen no like might be in its power like you could get control of your natural weapon it might be able to do something with it but just smacking it with a pike made from the elemental plane of earth shouldn't risk my weapon right Especially after it's been annealed in the plane of fire, etc. Yeah, maybe if it was just an ordinary stone axe. Why is that? I thought I fixed this shit. All right, it's fine.
0: Uh, And are you including another
1: four for? Uh, Not in that roll, but I'll do it now. Twenty-one should be enough, right? Yes, AC-18, actually, this will be with the pointy end. I don't have buffed strength at the moment, I don't believe. I don't have any strength at the moment. Um, why don't I have spear damage? Because this thing has a pointy end, and it's got a staff end, and I do have, like, I could do, like, a multi-attack, but I don't think it's necessary, right? I feel like skewering it for three points of damage will shatter off enough uh elemental earth to suffice for my potion making mm-hmm. no need to like bludgeon this thing I yeah. know, you tell me like how much no, of a chunk three
0: that. damage is enough to rip out like a chunk it's a huge creature right so if you mm-hmm. take out a chunk of earth about yay like bowling ball sized with mm-hmm. three damage it barely affects the creature and should be far more than you'll yeah. need for a single potion so I think potion. I'm like
1: cursing at it in tongues I skewer it I say, you will serve me when uh Yeah, when I'm ready, I will summon you, await my call, and I will uh, send it back to its elemental plane of Earth, unless it has anything compelling to say to me.
0: How do you send it back to its elemental plane of Earth?
1: I will open a minor gateway to the elemental plane of Earth. Ah, yes. uh, Through which it it, it will
0: uh, readily retreat and vanish from this world. And you find yourself at the base of the seashore... Water lapping around your heels as the tide is slowly coming in over the next six hours.
1: Ow. Did she just bite you? No, she pinched me. She's got uh, a the grip. Look at these little, she's got big hands. It's like, a, it's like a puppy with big paws.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Get him, Ellie. Get him. Mm. Um, you can continue narrating. Let me see if she'll hang out in a little chair and watch me.
0: So, the Earth Elemental has retreated through the portal. I'm assuming you released the Bands of Cerulean so that it can run.
1: Can I release the Bands of Cerulean? Um, Well, you said it would drop, so I think I will—oh, wait, no. Um, If not, I might need to wait. Yeah. Free and time the portal with it releasing. Let me see what Bands of Cerulean says. Uh, no, it doesn't say you can release it.
0: So I think you just have to wait for the 18, I, 19 minutes.
1: Yeah, I think or for it to uh, break itself break free. Right? Yeah, right. Yeah. So I think I will step back and like the round it breaks itself free. I will be ready to cast. So there may be like an initiative off. I don't think there's any way that it beats me.
0: Probably not. But, but let's possible. roll it just to be sure. Uh, yeah. It would roll 1d10 plus Leonard 9. Gateway. Casting time is
1: 4. So the round, let's see. Oh, it yeah, rolls an no 18. Way. There's no way. Yeah,
0: Yeah. Yeah. You open the portal, the creature worms its way in and is gone. Um, But sitting in the cave above you or sitting on the cliffside above you is a cave entrance of some kind. This definitely wasn't here the last time that you walked along this. Or maybe it was and you just didn't notice because it was on the bottom side of a
1: cliff. But um, here is uh, a
0: seaside cave covered with silver ore about 45 feet above you
1: so I have some fabricating to do Um, I think I'm gonna climb the cliff back up do I need to roll another climb check to climb a cliff no you've
0: climbed climbed. the cliff you've already made the check so you can do it it'll take some time we will climb back
1: up to the cave Um, the intention of like resting here for the night and recovering some of my uh, some of my MP Mm -hmm. and probably actually like staying here for a while and fabricating the cliffside into a uh, more useful, I don't know, location. Mm-hmm. Eventually, like, fabricating some stairs and maybe um, starting the uh, process of mining the silver. Mm-hmm. Um, but for now, I need to rest and recover my MP.
0: Okay. You make it into so the will, cave. Uh, yeah, it look. is... Uh, fairly massive at the front it's maybe 15 feet tall for the front cave entrance and then it quickly narrows backwards almost conically into a a much smaller passageway that winds into into the earth Um, i don't know how far you want to follow this passageway if you're trying to rest here but it does Um, retreat beyond the vision of sunlight
1: um i will wander in a ways mostly to assure myself that it's safe um i have a lot of h i have full hp but i'm low on mana so i very low and it's all it's also approaching evening i think
0: mm-hmm. yep you wander on in um you can get near to the back of the cave where vision becomes difficult you hear only the sounds of the ocean crashing out behind you unless you'd like to make a perception check to see if there's something super quiet like hanging out lurking in the back
1: um. I wouldn't have thought to, but since you're giving me the opportunity, of course I'll take it. Yeah, you to no. hear shit. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. I'm just using my normal senses. It's dark, but I have uh, divine sight
3: mm-hmm. into
1: to my mysterious heritage. Yep. And uh, I will, uh, yeah, explore the cave. Uh, how far back does it seem like it goes? Like if I go back a couple hundred feet, does it? You go on and on. Can
0: get about 80 feet back it may be less than maybe close to like 40 feet back before it becomes difficult to maneuver through um, and you can guess that it goes at least another 40 feet
1: beyond this-hmm like it narrows or something yeah it narrows the is front this is like a silver a- vein so is this the elemental eating its way through a silver vein yeah Oh.
0: Um maybe not a silver vein so much as just the area is chock full of like silver ore deposits almost like someone um blew chunks of silver into the earth here uh, rather than just like one particular passageway it's like here 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 like little pockets all over the place unlike the other areas you've seen which are definitely like connected con- uh, concentrated veins of a specific resource this is more Pockets, all about you. Yeah.
1: Okay. Um, unless it seems like there's anything back here, I will go return to the entrance and set up to rest for the night. Let's you may see. pass the day and the night. Uh, I've been tra- I've traveled two hexes through the hills, so I think it's af- late afternoon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh. That sounds like a raptor. Yeah, yeah, dinosaur is for sure. Uh. Um.
0: Well, that evening um on the wind blowing past the cave entrance you can hear distant songs being sung by feminine voices uh, you know there are sirens in this area and if it's a siren song you're hearing you're far enough away that you're out of the magical effect of it but it does sound like there's a
1: um, a choir somewhere mm-hmm.
0: along the cliffs
1: um, can I guess how far it might be? It's really hard to tell. With like, it's being
0: picked up by the wind and then blown, so it comes mm-hmm. in and out. Um, it could be, you know, a thousand feet away, or it could be like two or three miles away. That just happens to be, you know, like the prisoners on Alcatraz used to be. A, would say that they could yeah. hear conversations from the wharf in San Francisco, and that's about a mile distance. So it could be a pretty far.
1: I'll uh, roll myself a willpower check. Okay. All right. Devon remembers his youth, fantasizes about stripping down to his uh, to his amulet of water breathing. To his fin And diving, in, diving into the sea to rest amongst the sirens to regain his MP. <laughs> but he's an older man, and he thinks better of it. Uh-huh. And uh, stays here in his cave.
0: Uh-huh. Nice. Nice. Okay. You rest the night away. No problems.
1: Um, and I... It might not even be worth... I mean, I don't know if you have, like, daily encounters to roll. I might want to just time skip a few days to fabricate the cliffside. Do you have Um, a means of feeding yourself and watering? Not really. We've kind of been wishy-washy with uh, equipment. I have rations noted on my character sheet. But I don't have a number listed, so it's like, yeah. I'm so I'm sure I brought rations with me, but I didn't bother to right, it right. Before okay,
0: so we'll we'll say you can stay Let's here for see. just a few days before you need to go back and resupply. Yeah, I, I can doubt gather you brought...
1: food nearby. Yeah, really there was means. that creek that
0: emptied in here that you crawled down next to, so you've got a supply of fresh water if you climb up and down the cliffs. I'll probably make you make a skin. at least a climb check daily if you want to be climbing around a lot because there's always a chance that you you fumble
1: yeah um, just looking over my uh, spells conjure simple object simple object of the same material dust forms the desired object one pound per level I could conjure like a loaf of bread or something couldn't I This feels more priestly
0: um, isn't there a range on conjure object? Because it takes it from... No, you
1: take the dust of an ob- So if I, like, find, like, the uh, breadcrumbs left in my backpack from that ration that I left but deleted to, like, zero rations... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Only one ob... Let's see. iteration... Oh, wait, but the spell... Dis- the item disappears when you lose concentration of it? Never mind. So, like, I would, when I lose concentration of the bread, it right. would, uh, cease to exist. Yeah. Um... All right, I think it's easier to, uh, to just return.
0: Uh, let's, let's see how much MP I can Go get. magic missile yourself a seal. Eat some, uh, raw seal blubber. Psh.
1: Kind of magic missile campaign do you think this is <laughs> arcane spray arcane a... spray uh, yeah no. well, i'm now level nine i probably i've developed a fourth level arcane bomb version where i just like mm. throw it into the sea and murder all the fishes fishing with dynamite
0: they used to say there were many fish in the sea not anymore
1: uh so i will nothing else comes of that uh Siren song is right.
0: No, you just hear it blowing in on the breeze. It's not enough to enchant you or charm you, but there are creatures about. Um, The cave Um, feels really safe there's no way for creatures from the surface to get in. So only something either like flying in through the cave front or like crawling out through the back of the cave could possibly get to you. Of all the places that you visited here, this and Seltzer's Grotto appear to be like the safest places. Yeah, most chill really places. really much
1: MP. Uh, only one die with the activity. One MP. All right. So we're just, we're not, we're, this isn't hap- happening. Yeah. Um, so I will, I actually won't even fabricate. And if food appears to be an issue, I think what I'm gonna do is just, c- just come back another time. Okay. Another time being immediately. Actually, there's giants nearby. There are. Um, Who are theoretically long friendly walk. to you? I need teleport. Um. So I think Devon will meander his way back. That draw. Oops. I meant to divert hmm. it through that giant hex. Oh Got yeah. It. Eh. Um, so if I spot giants and I can treat with them for food I will do so Okay Otherwise I'll make my way back
0: Yep, just give me one of them there climb checks to climb back out of your cave and back up the other cliff
1: Really? Um. Is there I don't
0: think that you should way... be able to forever scale this area yeah. without a chance right. of falling I don't know how else to rule it to give you some right of danger still yeah. maybe a climb check at bonuses because you've already done it before
1: no i'm checking advantage maybe I don't want to risk climbing at this point then
0: um i think that might be a good way of dealing with an area that you've climbed before but it's you know you're still having to go up and down it and it's still a little bit risky as you, we just keep adding dice until it's you know silly to do it I guess we could also just say you climb up and down. But I feel like there should be some some possibility that you climb and fumble.
1: Only if you want to bring the campaign to a halt. While I sit here and weigh other possibilities instead of invoking the climbing check. How far up was this cave?
0: The cave is 45 feet.
1: So there's another like 30 feet above me.
0: Uh, it's 110 and it's a 15 foot... Entrance so it goes to 60, so it's another 55 feet above you mm-hmm. or 50 feet above you.
3: Um,
1: sure, whatever. We'll let the dice decide what happens. Um, one of D100, or was that I should not RD 100, less than 40. Hmm.
0: All right, so Devon
1: falls and then walks along the, uh, taking 46 damage. Um, and yeah, then walks along the beam height and then finds a safer way up and then, yeah. Um, yeah. You want You'll, to, it'll, did you want to make more of
0: that? Or? I'm just going to make some checks to see how long it takes you to find a easy to access place. Um, I assume you're heading down the coast because you're looking to get in that giant square. Yeah. You will find a easier access point uh, like 10 miles down the coast. Whoops, that's not the right button. Um, right over here. There's a, a slightly easier access point. It seems that in the year years since you first came here uh, some creature has me has been climbing up and down the cliff to get to the ocean it looks like giants actually mm. there are these like big um, footmarks carved in the side of a cliff every I don't know 10 feet or so um, that giants have carved to make their way up and down to the beach easier if you only have to climb a 10 foot section at a time it seems pretty easy and you can scamper up.
1: I will, uh, yeah, after falling, picking myself up, walking along the beach for a ways, find this giant-sized, uh, ravine or whatever, and mm-hmm. walk up it to probably, I'll probably follow the path to the giant's, uh, camp, house, Sure enough, what, you where do come, they live here?
0: Uh, the giants have, these are hill giants, they live in a cave. They're not that bright. They roll a big rock in front of it to keep out the other monsters that might near might be nearby that might harass their young or something. Um, and as you approach the cave, you can see the, the rock is rolled to the side. You can see a little bit of smoke rising from the inside of the cave, indicating a giant in there cooking.
1: And... Um, I will approach. Yeah, looking in, Hello. you see
0: a single... giantess... Within the cave, uh, it has a sheep which it has stripped of all its wool that it has put on a large branch, I guess, or a small branch that it is roasting over a fire, whole.
1: What is it roasting? A sheep. Hmm. A
0: singular sheep.
1: Thanks. Greetings, Giantess. I am Devon. Perhaps you've heard of me.
0: I have. Greetings, Devon, she says.
1: I am uh, passing through, mm. mining some elemental silver in the area, and I'm in need of a uh, resupply. Food and the like. Mm. Some hospitality. I'm wondering if there's anything I could trade you in exchange for uh, sustenance
0: hospitality mm, You have been a friend to my kind. I would be happy to share some of my food with you, she says slowly. Um, and motions to one of the hind legs of the sheep and then over to one of the front legs of the sheep and says, which do you prefer? Head or hind? Hind.
1: Hmm, I think the rump is tastier?
0: Give it some time, it's not (laughs) quite ready yet.
1: Yeah. I will sit and share the fire with this giant. I don't particularly... I mean, I've got tons of valuables, but what do I have that a giant might like? Giants value, like, magical items? Maybe.
0: She's kind of out oh, just here living her best giantess life, you know? She doesn't really yeah. need much, unless you've got something that could be, like, improve her life?
1: Yeah. Maybe I will... I actually... I mean, I have wounds myself. Maybe uh, while I sit by the fire, I will share with her uh, this troll blood potion that I have invented. Mm. I will uh, show it working on myself, and then uh, perhaps leave some with her. Mm-hmm. I do if I have... I haven't noted how m- I have not not noted how many i have i have troll blood knitted on my character sheet last week we had invented that potion but we didn't specify how much was made mm-hmm. um, and perhaps you can remind me what the potion does because i can't there were some side effects potentially or like we alluded to some side effects i can't remember exactly how we mechanized it so can you remind me what the uh what this ointment does
0: yeah i'm opening up my notepad right now Let's see. Magic potions.
1: I think it was like an ointment of. uh... Trollish Solve. Trollish Solve. Heals
0: 1 HP per round over 9 rounds. Must be rubbed into the wounds to take effect. Has no effect on damage that does not produce wounds. Will stop minor or major bleeding, but not severe bleeding. Um, will stabilize the dying creature, but will not raise its HP above one. If the DM's option, it may produce hairy or warty skin in the areas it was applied. Yeah. Nice.
1: Um, Love it. I think that's more if, if it's abused or something like that.
0: Right, right. Yeah. It might, like, um, you know, be a little hairy at first, and you can shave it down, and it's fine. But if you keep applying it, then the hair just, like, keeps growing back.
1: Yeah. Um, so I will rub this into, like, the, my bruises I mm-hmm. sustained from the fall mm-hmm. and yeah, I guess use it to heal 9 HP and I think I will uh, yeah, show this to the giant and uh, offer to leave a uh, a bottle of the balm behind
0: she mentions oh, yeah? that her husband has been losing his hair and wonders if she can <laughs> cut him on the head and rub this in to reproduce it
1: um, she's very smart for uh, thinking of that oh yeah you went out you
0: want, it. You want to play? Magical Rogaine. But it makes your head warty as well as hairy. Great from a distance, but you don't want anyone running their hand through your hair at that point.
1: I mean they're a giant, they're probably are they're giants are probably already warty and hairy.
0: hmm
1: Alright, so I will uh wait here for a little bit. And, uh, excuse you, um, eat, Mm -hmm. I mean, a lamb quarters is probably enough to sustain me for a couple of days, Mm -hmm. although not enough to like, I think I'm still probably wandering back to civilization, aren't I? I think so yeah so I'll refuel here maybe even rest the night outside of the giant's cave and continue on my journey back to Necrot okay
0: I think that is what you can do two tiles a day
1: three uh, a day I think I can force march, force march three and if yeah. I'm just trying I'm probably just gonna force march because One, two, I'm not One, two, like yep. it probably doesn't make sense to try and regain MP on the go Yep, it's just two days to get
0: back to Necrot. Let me do some random encounter checks. Um, first day is nothing. Second day is something. Uh, you come across one of the remaining wild cockatrices on your second oh. day. Uh, fairly close, actually, to your home, like right between you and these other giants that live nearby. First
1: thought is maybe that it escaped. Yeah. Um, is it like aggressive towards me or is it uh...
0: well that will depend on when you spot it and who spots who first so uh, why don't we both make surprise checks to see the range at which the spotting happens our cockatrice will roll 1d10 and is not surprised devon will roll 1d10 and is not surprised either so you guys will spot each other at a pretty good range Mm -hmm. (coughs) maybe like um Five hundred feet. I'll we'll just roll our uh, D three hundred plus three hundred. Five hundred feet.
1: Okay. Um. Uh, I'll cautiously approach. Will I continue on my way. I think I want to catch it. I don't want to just leave it in the yard. In the yeah. So I want to approach within 120 feet and attempt to shadow snap it.
0: Ooh. I guess it'll just get a saving throw versus spell. Um, Because yeah. you can shadow...
1: What's the range on shadow snap? 120 feet. So I, like, cautiously approach it. If it decides to run, it might be able to flee.
0: Right. Uh, well, let's roll its reaction. Nine and three is 12 on the reaction die. hmm Player is... Somewhere between indifferent and threatening, the creature is then probably, therefore probably threatening. Yeah. yeah. So you come towards it and like gauging its reaction, it kind of looks towards you and starts uh, walking towards you and flapping its wings and <laughs> almost like that, but a little more yeah.
1: aggressive. She can get more aggressive. <laughs> All right. Um. So what is it? Do? <laughs> <laughs> so it does, it is aggressive. It's like, uh... it's threatening you.
0: It's like flapping its wings and okay. squawking in your direction.
1: So we walk towards each other, I think, and it lets me get 120 feet from it.
0: Uh, well, you walk towards it, it walks towards you, it lets you let it get within 120 feet of you. That sure. sounds like um, it has a move rate of six, but a fly rate of 18. Okay. So it comes towards you, sort of like flapping its wings and squawking and pecking in the area, and you walk towards it. And I guess we should roll initiative at maximum theoretical engagement range just to see who does what first.
1: I suppose, yeah. Nine. Oops, oh, track, okay. But...
0: It'll go at 10. And it'll like... You know, once it gets to uh, the 180 yards, it'll like leap into the air and fly in your direction.
1: All right. Um, and that's when I will begin... Casting, like, I'll guess when it will like fly within the 120 feet.
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then I will, uh, you will
1: shadow snap it
0: and, um, out of the sky. Yeah. I uh, guess it's a saving throw. It doesn't fly high, right? Chickens and cockatrices fly kind of low to the ground and they never really like get huge air. So, yeah.
1: Like, I think if it were like a flying creature, it probably wouldn't, but I'll sort of have to like back up. And maybe it's, like, waiting for it to, like, descend close to me or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Or, like, waiting for it to dip low enough to the ground.
0: Yeah. I, mean, I think it's possible it, that it could,
1: like, take off and fly away and evade the spell.
0: But if it was high, flying it, high enough, I think it wouldn't cast enough of a shadow on the ground to snap. But this one doesn't. If you've seen chickens fly, like, they kind of, yeah. they more, like, hop fly, you know? Um. So you... Pin this creature to the ground and one of its hops Did it fail? like drops. Oh, I didn't roll a saving throw. I forgot it gets a save. Yeah. Four is probably a failure.
1: Definitely a failure. Um, and then I will circle around Gosh. behind it and bludgeon it to death. Hopefully, outside of the reach of its pecking. I mean, it's technically like. It's only hell. like, it might be able to attack back if it had, like, a reach. I mean, I don't have a reach weapon. I've just, I mean, I've got a stick. Your so, stick like, is much greater than a cockatrice's reach. Yeah, only if we're, like, using reason. Like, technically, mechanically, mm-hmm. we have the same reach, but... There's no way a cockatrice can peck at you if you're hitting yeah. it with, like, a three-foot so stick. I'll circle around behind it, whack it with the staff a couple and of times is... until it's unconscious.
0: Yeah, and it's too dumb of a creature to know how to
1: counter sn- Shadow Snap. So. And uh, I will return or I'll hoist it over my shoulder like this mm-hmm. yep. and uh, carry it back to Necrot just Excellent. like old times You return to Necrot with a new cockatrice two days, in right, hand. So I'm going to need to like bludgeon it again every morning or something
0: I thought you were bludgeoning it to death
1: No, what? I'm keeping it I'm oh, adding oh, it to okay. my cockatrice okay. pit
0: You bludgeon it to unconsciousness get it back closer to Necrot, beat it over the head again when it starts to mm-hmm. move yep. throw it in the cockatrice pit and return to your Which, home. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Which may
1: become, like... There may be, like, a, a floor in my tower that becomes the cockatrice pit or something. Mm. So in, intruders will have to go through the cockatrice pen to get to the upper floors or something like mm. that. Ooh. I haven't decided, because I would need a way to bypass it, but...
3: Mm-hmm.
0: All right, Devon. You've made it back to Necrot, finally. Yeah. Um, new silver mine discovered? or not? Even yeah, mine, so I will but...
1: arrange for... Uh, laborers to come with devon to set up the silver mine excellent so devon will rest until full mp set out with laborers and fabricate a some staircases a mine shaft Mm -hmm. yeah this sounds great
0: you already have one mine what is the mine that you have right now
1: there's a copper mine i think in the same hex as Necrot. that is producing your coinage right yeah now we have silver as well Mm -hmm. and i to have some bit of gold ore from the elemental plane of earth. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Tell me more.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. This seems like a good spot. to That go to seems our next, like a right? good break. Yep. We'll yep. see you guys on the other side with some more death with Death." Hello, everybody, and welcome back. Sorry about the wrong recap late at the beginning. No, worry about it. So, um, Devon has returned home to Necrot.
1: Yes, indeed.
0: Excellent. You've got your mining crew. You're gonna go fabricate some stairs down to this place. You're gonna build in a production line. You're gonna mine some fucking silver. It is five hexes away, so it'll take about three days for people to get there. Um, and if you're gonna want to be calling,
1: probably mm-hmm. more.
0: Yeah, and and if you're going to want to haul silver ore, it's going to take a lot to get back because wagons over these rough hills are going to be tough.
1: I think we're going to set up a mining camp there. Mm -hmm. And then eventually...
0: The mining camp will need access to the mine, but you're also going to need, like, storage for all of your ore that you make because you're not going to smelt it on site. Plus, like, habitation for your population there. Um, So... Um there's a a little bit of work that needs to be done to make this place self sustaining right since it's not close enough to town for people to like pack a lunch every time they go to work
1: no it'll be like a separate mining camp okay maybe seasonal Mm Hmm. maybe just a one-off Head out there for a couple weeks get what we can come back uh 25 miles that's not actually that far yeah it's, it's close enough that it's worth probably dragging the ore back Mm -hmm. to be refined rather than
0: at least until such time as you can find easier methods of transportation Mm -hmm. Um, because eventually like if you want to ship that stuff by boat it's a a longer journey but you would only need like what two people three people to operate a boat Um, and then you could very easily and reliably
1: what kind of boat are you you mean like a rowboat? You're going to you're gonna row? No, but ore. like
0: a very small, you wouldn't need a very large vessel to pull out the amount of ore that you are capable Transport. of mining at this point.
1: Transport ore? I think you're talking about a ship, not a boat. Like
0: a. Uh, you just <clears throat> replace a fishing boat. Instead of putting fish in the hole, you, you put rocks.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, boats can hold shit. Yeah. You might need more than three people to operate it.
1: Yeah, said two. I don't. Know. You better research this for uh, Tides of Death.
0: I have detailed charts for that one. Um, we could pull some of the the ship figures from there.
1: I don't really care. Okay, I mean, I, cool. I plan on delegating this to uh,
0: lesser people.
1: Yeah, to <laughs> our craftspeople. We've got those dwarves that have relocated. Mm-hmm. They're actually. They may actually. If there really is a ready supply of silver, they may actually be the ones because they're not attached to Necrot necessarily. Right. They might rather set up a little house, you know, base of operations near the silver mine. And I believe they were bronze workers, but silver is uh, moving up in the world.
0: And they there was talk of them possibly bringing in other family members if this area was interesting enough for them to stay. Right. Mm -hmm. This was sort of like an expeditionary force. If there's a silver mine that discovered here, they might be interested in that.
1: So, unless the whole family is interested, I think we'll at least bring a representative along. Mm -hmm. And then maybe uh, Akitos will come, at least for this exploratory mission.
0: Mm -hmm. Excellent. Well, with you leading the way and probably no less than 20 people in tow. Um, I imagine no monsters will come across you unless they're absolutely terrifying. But that's a, a large enough group of people that most creatures would stay away.
1: I think we've already reached the point where even Devon alone doesn't really encounter much in these hills that are a concern. Mm-hmm. We definitely had those conversations where you have like rolled on the encounter chart. You're like, oh, that's not a problem anymore. Well, killed all those.
0: Mm-hmm, yep. All right. Um, you can bring these folks here after a few days of supplying and gathering and talking and organizing and yada yada and checking in on your your tower and its construction and your all the things that you're doing. I guess your blood fountains with the giant now um, yep. you can set yep. out. And you said you want to fabricate some things here. Yeah.
1: Um, Nothing specific. Just like the I mean the silver mine. But if there are laborers, we can probably hand away that. So I think I will fabricate away the hillside, although it doesn't clear out a ton. <clears throat> so it says if you work with a mineral, the area of effect is reduced by a factor of 27, one cubic foot instead of one cubic yard. So it seems like you're not meant to be able to use this to clear material. It seems weird that like you can fabricate with one cubic yard of wood.
0: I think it just slows down the rate of fabrication so that way you can't get that spell and instantly build a castle. You could build like a wooden fort or you could take 27 times as long and build a stone fort.
1: Oh, maybe that's what they mean by mineral. They mean, so like using like wood or fabric or some other raw material versus, like, stone. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Makes sense to me.
1: A cubic foot is not very much. You can't fabricate much at all. Nine cubic feet, that's, like, a small section of a wall. Mm Mm-hmm. Maybe if it's super thin, you could build a small structure. Or wood.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's like a a one foot by one foot section of wall, right? Mm -hmm.
1: But nine cubic feet of earth is not very much either. Right. Well, fireball it is. Um... Honestly, my lesser disintegration, I think, is more effective. I can do one cubic foot per round with a fourth level spell, just digging it away.
0: Just dig the cast to make clear an area equal to one cubic foot per round. Yeah. And I don't know know that. go ahead.
1: I was saying I don't know that we need to think about any of this because especially heading back and getting a work crew.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We're, our goal is just going to be to set up A mine here mm-hmm. So like whether it's more Efficient to fabricate a staircase Over the course of days or have laborers Dig it out
0: I feel like you could do
1: Two Probably some steps combination of the two.
0: two steps per round With lesser disintegration if you have already Like a half decent angle built into the Natural hillside I would say if you just wanted to build a staircase You could do it at Two steps per round each step being a half a foot
1: i i feel like this is what fabricate is meant to do but the actual mechanics of the spell make it seem gimped although what if you're removing material instead of taking it like what if you're trying to build a staircase out of a hillside
0: yeah fabricate is more for making things not removing things right so fabricate I mean, but if would...
1: you're trying to make a staircase In in, Right things make a bridge out of a clump of trees, rope from hemp, cloth flax, blah blah blah. I guess you're meant to like have a pile of material. I guess if the caster works from a mineral, the area of effect is reduced one cubic foot instead of one cubic yard.
0: It sounds like fabricate and dig are the two sides of the same coin. One of them build something from other materials and dig, like, removes material for what you need.
1: Yeah. 125 cubic feet per round. Yeah. This is just dig straight down, though. I don't know. I don't have a dig, so it doesn't really matter. Okay. Um, I feel like you
0: could use dig at an angle to make a staircase. That
1: said, I could make but then it's like not a staircase; it's just it's a hole. Fabricate could make a staircase. Mm-hmm. Um, if we're talking one cubic foot, how many cubic feet per step of a staircase? I would say like a step is probably like half a cubic foot. I'm thinking like or maybe a quarter, like six by six by oh, it's a couple of feet long. Maybe a step is um, is a cubic foot. Although if it's only like the top surface that's rounded. It seems like, yeah, if you have a two inch
0: step, that is how long do you why do you want your staircase to be three feet?
1: Standard is probably three or four feet wide, right? Yeah. Three and a half. Let's say three feet.
0: Yeah. Each step would be three feet and that's two inches. And how tall is a step? Um, six inches? We don't have to use modern, comfortable standards. We sure. can just- Sure, two, in-
1: two inches seems too like but an inch, but since there's two surfaces. So let's say six inches times two inches, times three feet, oh wait, but we're inches. Six inches so by two by inches one... by three feet, yeah. Divided by 144 inches to feet. So four steps is a cubic foot of material using that. Okay, so every round you can fabricate four steps out of mineral. Mm-hmm. So I can make four steps into a hillside. That seems fair enough. And then, so with one casting of fabricate, I can make 36 steps. That seems totally reasonable, actually. Yeah. So over the course of nine minutes, Devon can fabricate, and then, like, it's not removing a ton of material. It's, like, etching a little... uh Staircase into the hillside that sort of switchbacks its way towards the entrance. Mm-hmm.
0: I was even okay. thinking you could just get some trees and build a staircase mm-hmm. on
1: the cliffside. If there are trees around, that would actually be way more efficient because then you can do in yards. Right. Well, you just need yards. to get
0: some trees from over here and bring them over here.
1: If the labor is, in, then I could build like scaffolding up the face of the.
0: Yeah mine. But hauling trees is a ginormous task.
1: I guess I'll fabricate the trees into a cart.
0: Oh my god. (laughs) That's exactly what fabricate would do. Fabricate the trees into a cart, have the dwarves chopped and their laborers chop down some trees, haul them in the cart.
1: Nope, they don't even need to chop. Like fabricate converts trees to raw material. So I could convert trees into just lumber. Right, so... Could convert nine cubic yards of trees into a cart filled with lumber.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And then those lumber carts could be converted into scaffolding.
0: Yeah, you could just convert the entire cart when you get yeah, exactly. back here. Oh yep. my god. It's amazing.
1: Yep, Minecraft.
0: Okay. So it looks like this will probably take you maybe doing some quick ballpark weeks. math. Yeah. A week and a half or so, yeah. Because you'll have to go over here, get the shit, bring it back here, build it. It's going to be like two days, two days, day of building, two days, two days, day of building. So we'll say five days per... How many Fabricates can you cast a day? That's going to be based on your regeneration rate, uh, isn't it? You,
1: have you sent me... Yeah, it's gonna be based on regeneration rate, I guess, if we're talking that way. You didn't do you, how many points is a oh here's a mana cost. Yeah. Fifth level spell costs twenty-five. If I can do nothing but like study and regain a ton seven. of MP. Mm-hmm. Right? What's the average on D thirteens? It's like six and a half of a four dice top two. I can probably sustainably only do a fabricate every other day. My mana pool is like three fabricates. Mana pool is exactly three fabricates. But I usually, but I have two spells that I typically have earmarked. We don't need to do the statistics it's like i can sustainably do like one every day maybe one every other day if like we can set up a study tent for devon at the work site where he can spend his time resting and studying to recover his mp Mm -hmm. and just popping out to fabricate
0: yeah okay so it'll take a couple of weeks not a problem you can do this with your dwarves and akitos and your laborers and once the stairways are complete and you have access uh, actually quick question did you want to do like a staircase down to the beach um from a, a short um, spot and then back up or did you just want to do a staircase that like comes out and hangs down to the mine that like never w- goes all the way to the ocean
1: Unless it needs to go all the way to the ocean, there will probably be scaffolding all the way to the ocean. So,
0: support beams. I think I still Makes will
1: sense. do the earthen staircase leading to mm-hmm. the mine because that seems stronger and more stable. Yeah. And then maybe some scaffolding into the hillside, or whatever the whatever the miners tell me needs to be built. Okay. Um, yeah, the staircase idea was more, I I thought I would have more mana to do this, so I was going to fabricate myself a staircase out of there instead of mm-hmm. having to climb. But mm-hmm. I spent all my mana. With the uh, Earth elemental, right. So, well,
0: a um, we'll
1: couple of weeks later, question: Silver mine up and running. Mm-hmm. How bad? Can you hear the cars going by? I have flipped Almost on never. this like suppressed background noise that I haven't used in the past. I'm just curious if it's working.
0: I haven't heard any cars.
1: These are small cars, but maybe i'll ask next time a jerk with a unmuffled motorcycle by. cool seems like that does work um yeah so a couple of weeks are spent mining silver um was there anything at the back of that mine or was it just the elemental eating its way through
0: it's probably just the elemental eating its way through but there is sort of like a twisting crawl path that would be awkward to crawl through now
1: that i've Devon will explore this mm-hmm. once the uh, once we've returned.
0: Yeah, so the mine goes the whole
1: way to the back.
0: The cave goes 35-40 feet back, and then it becomes too narrow to really I'll, walk. So it becomes I'll use like a, a minor crawl. disintegrate
1: to like claw mm-hmm. my way through. Excellent. Um, I have a question about how you treat disintegrate. Um, when you disintegrate something, does it destroy the material and like no. remove it from existence? It just like breaks it down it like, integrates it yeah okay. so like if you disintegrate through a gold vein you'll just be left with like gold powder gold or dust you... would be all over gold the dust. place yeah, yeah yeah okay cool
0: or maybe like where you're like some sections of gold dust plus chunks because i sure. assume you'd like reach in and pull out so mm-hmm. um a mix of everything yeah, you can crawl back through this little windy area um, for about 100 feet or so, and it doesn't really change. It just gets a little tighter and a little tighter, and it doesn't seem like there's anything here. It probably is remnant of the en- elemental moving through, but it is a-, a curiosity. The dwarves will insist on, you know, boarding it up or stoning it up just to be on the safe side. <laughs> they're a little paranoid about things coming out from under the earth
1: i don't think i tell them what it was right this is the mine isn't it certainly it's but little... when
0: they when they get here and they see this place and they see this like weird tunnel that just goes back in they're immediately suspicious and distrustful and they're like we should just pile rocks in there and like
1: isn't there silver in there
0: well, especially yeah, like, there's silver especially, here especially
1: if they see devon crawling around inside of it yeah okay sure how yeah. many so there is a group of dwarves it's not just one dwarf here to uh
0: Yes, a group of five came out to see yeah. what was up.
1: All right, they can do what they want. I'm not going to waste any uh, MP with humoring them. But
0: yeah, they'll they'll pile dirt and rocks and mud in there as mm-hmm. they need.
1: After I've thoroughly investigated it and mm-hmm. uh, made sure there's nothing interesting, can I roll some sort of check just to ease my mind? Yeah. Hey, another perception or like uh, I guess when there's no like archeology to be to be had here. Yeah,
0: just give me a perception check. See if you notice anything odd about the area. Yeah, your eyes and ears and hands. My
1: character sheet.
2: Uh...
0: Did you hear that putt-putt? No, I did not.
1: Dang, Zoom. Okay, you can keep randomly changing my uh, microphone settings as long as you. Filter out the background noise. All right, mm-hmm. nope. Um, yeah, there's nothing So you here. tell me, do you know when you fail to check? Typically not, right? So nope. Devon feels like there's nothing interesting da- back here. Correct. And it doesn't even seem particularly magical. It's probably just the elemental was eating. Yeah. Is elemental shit particularly interesting? I think I would burn a detect magic to scope this out. You will see... Spr- sprinkling mm. the powders as I go is it better to sprinkle or to snort like can you sprinkle powders over an area you or can not totally eject. Yeah. yeah you could like put it in your hand and blow it on yeah. things or sprinkle it yeah. on things yeah so I do that other than the the residue from my disintegration claws
0: no you don't see anything heaven. just the small residue small faint uh, magic from your disintegration in this area seems totally mundane and like the DM has thrown you a red herring that has absolutely no bearing on your campaign you should trust it
1: yeah that's fine cool so does anything interesting happen here any miners jump off the cliff looking for sirens
0: no miners jump off the cliff looking for sirens. The dwarves immediately take a liking to this silver mine, and they'll make requests that you like fabricate a staircase all the way down to the water, so they can use water as part of their mining process. It helps, to, you know, something, something, something. And we also need access to that fresh water over there. And they have a few requests for how yeah, to I'll fabricate stick around some stuff for
1: a week or so. Mm-hmm. Doing this, yeah, building us yeah. probably two probably only take like two days maybe to get down the cliff face mm-hmm. we're saying 36 cat 36 steps per casting
0: and each step is a half foot so that's 12 uh uh 18 feet per casting so, so
1: maybe like three days three days build, yeah yeah build a staircase down so there'll be like, an, like a like winding staircase etched into the uh cliff side mm-hmm,
3: mm-hmm.
1: made of it's from minerals, so basically it probably converts the the like earth into a like compacted clay. That makes something. sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You That's just why shove it's so it. inefficient.
3: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: and then we'll build a big scaffolding, maybe some goofy water wheel or whatever they were discussing.
0: Oh, That'd be great. Yeah, eventually the dwarves will try and like find a way to make like an aqueduct between that um, that creek. So it'll, like, slide along the cliffside so they'll have access to fresh water just, like, coming on in. But these are long-term plans. Yeah. Um, and once a ready supply of wood is available, they can, you know, work on this stuff while exploring the mines as well. And uh, turning it into something useful. Um, by the time you return to Necrot, one of the dwarves comes with you and eagerly tells the others of what they have found. They speak of it with high praise, fascinated by the minerals found here um, and the potential for what this place could be. And a few days later, the dwarves here in Necrot decide to send an emissary back to the rest of their family way up in those hills, way the hell over there. Uh, What is this like?
1: I believe 80 miles away. Did we get around to Building a pathway through the fen? Maybe we didn't. Yeah, we there's a pathway. There's a pathway? We didn't. Yeah, so, there's okay, a yeah. Okay.
0: It's drawn was, even.
1: Okay. Okay. Great. Like, maybe do this the is thing? Devon going along with them to build it, but I think it's already been built. So they can mm-hmm. they can cross the fen on a network of boardwalks and bridges.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm
1: probably occasionally a bridge goes out and so you get stuck or it takes a day to like make a new way across or something
0: yeah it's not going to be quite so easy mm-hmm. as just walking on um, a bridge the whole way through there will be need to be adjustments as monsters break things or you know wood rots um, high winds blow things over whatever it is that happens to be yeah.
1: excuse me Chat keeps suggest; or it seems to be suggesting that I delegate some of this work to apprentices, um, mm. which I think is sort of the case. We do have an apprentice, Cassandra, but Fabricate is a fifth level spell, so that's like a pretty powerful mm-hmm. wizard thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, well, does Cassandra? Does did, did she attend? Does she like follow Devon around to see this work in action, or is she occupied in Necrod? In Devon's absence
0: She So if, if you're a good Wizard you will always have stuff For your apprentice to do right? There's scut work to do there's grunt work to be Done all the time mm-hmm. so it, It's up to you if you think this is a Teaching opportunity worth Cassandra's attention to come check I, out The fabrication
1: yeah I think Cassandra will Accompany me mm-hmm. In fact she has detect magic so It almost so I it if we're willing to retcon that scene to preserve his MP, he probably makes Cassandra come down and cast her. I think she's got the original. I think we strategized. She, yeah, she has the normal version of Tech magic. Devon has the matter. Mm-hmm. So if we're willing to retcon that scene, it's, I think that would be an opportunity for Devon to have Cassandra use attack magic to save his MP for more useful things. Mm hmm. She's got revealed doors. Would you humor me and let me cast a reveal, reveal doors in that? Uh, Absolutely. In that scene? Did that, did that reveal anything?
0: No, there are no doors there. Okay. All
1: right. Okay. Um, yeah, so...
0: So a silver mine has been added to Necrot's um, industry now. Yes, yes. Uh, we're still now. not at maximum optimization. There's still some trouble getting supplies back and forth across the... And I say trouble, I just mean like time and duration and the occasional broken wagon wheel or, you know, strap on a pack of goats or donkeys or whatever it is. Um, Room for optimization, but it is up and running and productive.
1: Yeah, my apprentice probably has leveled up. We haven't really... I don't know that we feel that it's worth our time to put into actually addressing that character.
0: One day, but probably not today.
1: Yeah, but as it's pointed out, I think it's like fifty or hundred experience per spell that she casts. Mm-hmm. So, what is that like? Ten, like twenty spells, and you level up. Is that how it works?
0: She, if she's obstacles. level one, then she would need two thousand five hundred. So that'd be twenty five spells. And if you cast they a spell, have to
1: actually, you can't just use them right they have to
0: be in um you know situations in which are educational for her purposes for her advancement and there's
1: probably a lot of useless uh spell research that devon sets her to for Mm -hmm. her own education so Mm -hmm. it's like even if he could do it better or even if he already has the spell it's like here research the spell right for your education and you get 100 xp or something if you research a spell rather than Mm -hmm. learning it the easy way
0: Mm mm-hmm um, speaking of spell learning, there is a concept that I have been working on that I thought you might want to play with, or you know, at least give some feedback on. Um, sure. But I don't know if there's anything else you want to accomplish with Devon for today. We got the silver mine up so. and running, so this feels like an appropriate time to delve into um, learning spells.
1: Yeah, that does seem reasonable.
0: So one of the things that's always bothered me about second edition is I've never really understood the concept of read magic. Um, Mm -hmm. It sort of implies that all spell books are all written in the language of magic and spells are all written in the language of magic. And you need the spell to do it, which has always kind of struck me as odd. So I've been digging around and I've decided that read magic needs to be a dual purpose spell. It is read and write magic. Um, And that spells are too complicated to ever be too, you know, um, abstract to ever be communicated in mundane terms. So when you write a spell down, you write it in a magical language. And so you need to read magic in order to actually comprehend what spells say and do because it's, it's too abstract to put into the common tongue. Um, and then anytime you want to write a spell, you will also need to read magic or write magic in this case. So if you want to make a copy of a spell for somebody else, you would need to cast re- read magic, write magic, in order to copy down a spell for someone then to
1: cast. Um, makes sense. So, yeah. Okay. Um, and there is no way to record spells without a read mag- without a write magic?
0: Correct. Um, now, this does create a quick, uh, an obvious problem. What happens if you don't have your spell book? Um, how are you ever going to recreate it? And so this comes with a slight change in the concept of spell memorization where you can memorize... If, if you spend all day in, in meditation or focus or spell learning, you can memorize one spell level per day. Um, so that way, if you find yourself empty and alone with literally nothing around you you could memorize one casting of right magic in a day and then use that to write down or anything else right but in this this case like like
1: a spell you can learn you can spend a day learning a spell level if you don't have your spell book if you don't have your spell book and if you like you know magic missile but you don't have your spell book you could like all right i'm gonna recreate do you need like a piece of paper to write it down on or you Mm-mm. just like do it from memory
0: you would do it from memory and if you have your spell book then you have the actual texts before you that you'd know and it's and easier to 10 do minutes. right um, but if you're having to do it on your own you might you know maybe you have to maybe you need some paper to make some notes or you draw in the dirt or i think every person's process would be a little bit different um, and then this way there is a, a process to the magic So I actually have um, some text, which I can send you.
1: Sure. Well, yeah, let's take a look at it. Um, Devon does not memorize spells.
0: Right. This is maybe not for Devon, but maybe for Cassandra.
1: Oh, yeah.
2: Um, And then the
0: read and write magic sort of goes at similar rates where... That didn't work out well. Uh... this. No, 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 no. No, 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 no.
2: There still seems to be the
1: problem that if you don't have read magic, you can't.
0: Right. So this to do, 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 do the second paragraph the spell read magic is the cornerstone of all wizard magic without it magic is almost impossible to do spells are memorized in days per spell level instead of turns per spell level when a wizard would have to and a wizard would have to research all their own spells having no way to learn them from another person so in theory if you don't have read or write magic you could get around and you could manage these things but it would just take you okay. forever to do anything and this is why everyone starts with read magic because it's the it is the thing that allows wizards to be wizards do you is, get it um,
1: without rolling or is there a chance to fail read no magic no
0: you, everyone creation. starts with read magic and detect magic cuz those are like the the basic cornerstones of of magic i guess you could start without detect but it's such a useful spell you know yeah. Um. so all wizard like read magic is the first thing a person a wizard would learn and it's probably the hardest thing to learn because you don't have the magical inscriptions before you since you can't read it you'd have to like mm-hmm. for the be taught how to conjure how to evoke how to divine the read magic spell on your own which is mm-hmm. a difficult task but then once you get that it unlocks all the other possibilities for you
1: okay see so- you can write any spell you know.
0: You can write any spell you know without having memorized it. Hmm? Okay.
1: By casting a write magic.
0: Correct. Um, and there's a little text in here about how many pages it takes to write spells, which is just like the default, and then um, extrapolated a little bit to make read and write magic have some rules, but they're all pretty basic um, extrapolations of the the base rules. Nothing fancy.
1: Wait, is this in terms of hours instead of rounds? Turns? Wait, what? Typically, read magic is like one round per level.
0: One round per level, two pages per round.
1: You've got it. Writing happens at four pages per hour. So write magic is over the course of hours?
0: Yes. Yes, yes. Write magic happens more slowly. Okay. Um,
4: mm-hmm
1: yeah i like it seems it almost seems like a refinement rather than a rebuild like it doesn't it seems like this fits in pretty well with
0: that would i with, am uh, very pleased very pleased to hear you say that because i didn't want to reinvent the wheel i just mm-hmm. wanted to like make the wheel make sense a little bit um
1: um you like how i feel about being so absolutist with like spells can only be written down in the language of magic because i've always at least in absence of this kind of a system we've kind of been pretty flexible with what spell books can look like or what like spell research can look like Mm -hmm. Um, it's true so it does i feel like it does take away a little bit of that um
0: but it also in- gives purpose to the read magic spell, which otherwise doesn't make any sense.
1: It, yeah, it makes sense. It just felt incomplete.
0: But like, why would you need but- to cast read magic to learn someone else's spellbook if it's all just written down in common? It seemed like a, an unnecessary mechanic at that point.
1: Uh, yeah, the question it begs is like why it seems like each wizard has their own script or something. Because you don't need to cast read magic to read your own spellbook. And once you've deciphered a text, you can read it mm-hmm. again, I think. Like once you've yes. read, mag- cast read, read magic on a particular spell, you've deciphered it and you understand it. Yes. So does every wizard have their own code? I, I think I it's know.
0: one of those things where you end up translating one language into another and then giving it form. And the form is magical yeah. innately. Mm-hmm. And so it doesn't always come out. The exact same way, the signs and sigils are sort of like, you know, if you and I were both to describe um, a, a handsome tugboat that we saw in the harbor, we'd be describing the same tugboat, but it might come out differently. So you would need the sure. read magic to like comprehend. But We're
1: talking even more abstract. This would be like if, if we were both to describe the sunset behind the handsome tugboat. Yeah, only like only like the language of poetry would do it justice. Mm-hmm. And even that would be abstract. Right Maybe and a you and song I would, would be
0: better, and we would write different songs or, or different poems, yeah, 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 to describe the same thing, but then once comprehended in their entirety, they would
1: be like so they, they read magic, just so the when you're writing a spell book, you're like writing a poem, and you mm-hmm. cast to read magic on the poem and see past the poem to the sunset that inspired it, or something like that.
0: That is the right, yes, that's or a perfect the, the, explanation. The fireball
1: that inspired the uh, the sonnet. Exactly, exactly. Okay.
0: And then you can see, you know, two different people have written the fireball sonnet, and then you can see it from two different points of view. Mm-hmm. Um, even though you, once you read both of those, you understand they're inspired by the same function, same Got action. It.
1: I like it. I still feel like spell research should be more abstract. Like the I like I don't think when you're I don't feel like when you're spell rese- researching you should be limited by how quickly you can write magic. Right? I imagine spell research as being as like hundreds of pages of notes to decipher a fireball and most of it's gibberish. Yeah. Or like th- or in or wrong or right or like you have to derive your way to get there and it's not written in the language of magic. I think research
0: is still yeah. that yeah this yeah. this has no bearing on research whatsoever or okay. it shouldn't until you get to the final form that you then need to write down okay research is still done in like what weeks per something something it's like a week
1: per spell level or something like that yeah
0: a week per spell level and then you can do additional weeks to increase your chance Mm-hmm. yeah
2: I like it. Yeah.
1: Seems good. Excellent,
0: excellent. Let me try and put this in some format that I can then share with the populace at large for other feedback. I just wanted yours first.
1: Is the wizard rebuild public? It is, yes. So are you thinking you could put this in that document?
0: That's probably a great spot to put it.
1: Although the wizard rebuild might have MP systems or something
0: um yes it does so the mp system does not affect this because this has nothing to no. do with spell Other slots than just memorization right
2: right uh, uh this yeah hmm.
1: Ooh. chat's got some interesting ideas i
2: haven't
0: seen them Talking you want to like, com-
1: uh wild magic of course wild magic eve has good ideas on the subject uh just making the analogy to compression algorithms it's like fireball.rar right (laughs) so like writing something in the language of magic compresses it and you need the right program to uncompress it Mm -hmm. malcontentator asking about writing magic in different forms so, like writing it versus tying like knots or carvings on stone. Well, um, tattoos on a wizard. how would mm. you work all of that into a read magic, write magic?
0: I think tattoos on a person could work as well uh, because that's just another physical translation. Yeah. And if you're talking um, in terms of
1: hours, right? A tattoo could take hours. Mm-hmm. that's that seems like an easy enough hack
0: Mm -hmm. mm-hmm rock knots on ropes as a language is a thing that has historically existed it's not super efficient um so i guess maybe if you wanted to content is low (laughs) yeah so this could probably translate to that but you might have to increase durations like you know instead of um it taking 1d6 so-called pages to write a spell down it might be like 3d6 pages to write a first level spell down well, it's or not something. Page.
1: I think it's more how many knots or how many ropes it looks like. That, right, that but what I'm saying like is that campaign sounds... or setting specific.
0: The information density, as you said, is low mm-hmm. of those things. It would take you more of that stuff, which would probably be more castings of read and write magic in order to make it happen. But at this point, like writing is the medium to convey information, so any writing system in theory would be functional or this. It just matters like durations and times.
1: And then in terms of spell books, could you write spells on any paper?
0: Uh, Yes, I think
1: you can. Yeah. The act of of using a right magic is what makes it a spell book. And then there's like the we talk about like processing a spell book or like protecting a spell book from water or whatever. That's what makes spell books super expensive.
0: I would say if you wanted to, if you had like a a still room with a thick layer of dust, you could write magic, your spell in the dust on the floor and then open the door and let it blow away. So we write it on in protected spell books just for the sake of, um, protection,
1: you know, you could write write it it in stone tablets. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yep. Yep. (laughs) which I think we've ta- described Devon doing, which normally would probably take a while. Mm-hmm. However, in conjunction, maybe with his disintegration, maybe he can...
0: Ooh, you could, like, disintegrate and then write with your finger? Yeah, oh, that's so we super cool.
1: Last, we were talking about that last session. Yeah, I like that. It's not particularly efficient, because you have to use a fourth-level spell slot that lasts one round per level. But,
0: but then you have highly protected assets yeah Yeah. love it okay i have made the i've added it to the wizard rebuild and i'm putting it in twitch chat if you are not in twitch chat you can find the wizard rebuild via the regal goblins website in the toolbox under
1: i mean uh, actually it's it's not there
0: yet i'll put it there
1: okay I was going to say, or you can just get lost on regaldoblins.com, looking at some other uh, Random House rule, and uh, Mm -hmm. never make your way there.
0: Mm -hmm. You can get lost on thegoatspot.com, looking for goats, never find your way there.
2: I just do... Oh, boy. Okay.
1: I guess anything could, like, any medium could be used for the language of magic we were talking about tattoos and mm-hmm. rope carving. So I don't know that this, yeah. Ignore me, I'm babbling. Uh, there is already the, so we're talking about paper types. There's already bonuses given for paper versus papyrus, et cetera, for scroll making, I think. So that seems in line with being able to write magic on any medium mm-hmm. and perhaps using particular paper would, be more long-lasting, more durable, yada, mm-hmm. yada. hmm Cool stuff.
0: Okay. It should be on...
2: Yeah, there it is now.
1: Devon has not really done any scroll-making, despite now being eligible. I heard that one. You heard that rumble? I, I heard ask. that one. Was yeah, it yeah. faint, or was it like it broke through the filter. Like it was too much. It was so much that it Zoom didn't know how to handle it. Um it was
0: too really much loud. that Zoom yeah, it was low it was lower than your speaking volume. So it wasn't obnoxious. Okay. It was just present.
1: Okay. So it did it did filter it a little bit.
0: Yeah. Yes, I think um, our next step for Devon should probably be looking into spell writing, uh, scroll writing, because we've done some potion making, we've found a silver mine, we've chased some elementals around.
1: So speaking of stone tablets, an idea that occurred to me, another loud one. That was loud though, yeah. Yeah, it was loud for me. Um, Would be making scrolls on tablets. So typically for a scroll, you need to get like special ingredients for the ink and quill. But I'm thinking getting, like, compressed earth from the elemental plane of earth or, like, tablets of silver or something like that seem to me to be valuable enough that, like, etching scrolls into a silver tablet or into a chunk of the elemental plane of earth could be a suitable replacement. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure what spells I would want to bother putting into a scroll form, though.
0: The mana system does like, make scrolls a little less useful since you yeah. already have access to everything.
1: Quite a bit less useful. I mean, it, it helps if you don't have mana. But mm-hmm. looking at my spell list, nothing here like typically for a scroll, you want like a get out of jail free card. Mm-hmm. Right, so I think I eventually, if we want to go down this route, something like a teleport
0: would be something you'd want in a scroll right definitely high level spells that have a lot of MP would be great scroll I think normally it's the other way around you want to make a lot of low level things so you don't need to memorize uh, like a detect magic and a light uh, a light Mm -hmm. spell and all this like random crap so normally you would typically go for the low qual, the low level cheap scrolls Mm -hmm. just to kind of fill your inventory but you would want the exact opposite almost which is like the expensive fancy scrolls. Which is yeah. cool cuz it, it just shifts the the scroll usage a little bit, which is nice.
1: Although I think it takes weeks to make a scroll. So it would only be useful if for if I'm going to set up a silver mine, it might be handy to like bring with me like five scrolls of fabricate do
0: mm-hmm. all the work
1: up front mm-hmm. and save me having to like waste weeks on site.
0: That makes sense, yeah. But because um, yeah, the yeah 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 yeah. The other side downside to the MP system is it takes you many days to regain all your spell points. Um so it takes one day per spell level to create a
1: scroll. One day per spell level? One day per spell level. That's not bad. It's like five days to make a mm-hmm.
0: Ink for spells of 1st to 3rd level requires a rare ingredient, ink for spells of 4th to 6th level require an exotic ingredient.
1: So say again, of which...
0: Rare for 1st to 3rd, exotic for 4th to 6th.
1: So I feel like precious metals are rare, so like making a sheet of silver and using that as a scroll for... or even a sheet of... is, is copper rare? maybe not no silver seems rare enough that you could use silver exotic could be the whole like compressed earth from the Mm -hmm. elemental plane of earth Mm
0: -hmm.
1: or even just like some of the iron I pulled from the elemental plane of earth or
0: rare materials are more difficult to find or more expensive a particular grade of silk diamonds rock feathers ebony or a wizard's bones or iron smelted by a master dwarven smith would be rare so um... okay so
1: silver is not in and of itself rare Silver but. smelted by uh, the greatest smith in the land. Uh, what's his name? Heifer. Mm-hmm. Right. So I think heifer pounding sheets of smelting and smelting and hammering sheets of silver sounds rare. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right.
0: Now, are these sheets of silver what you would write the scrolls upon?
1: Yes. Yeah. Mm. So instead of yeah. So instead of like paper, I guess we started paper making. And Cassandra was researching that, so, like, using papyrus. Mm-hmm. Um, and in theory, I could use, like, cockatrice blood or cockatrice quills. right? Is the, the ingredient is in the ink, isn't it?
0: Yeah, so normally ink for scrolls or, are brewed like potions or something like that, and you need to get fancy inks. But I think if you're going to ink- be using, like, negative space, like a disintegrate to write your scrolls, then maybe the...
1: the 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 rare material is the paper yeah 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 Um, it's like
0: really thinly hammered um sheet of silver that can be rolled up and then like has carvings in the mm -hmm. space between the edges are probably like sharp enough to cut you a little bit
1: yeah
0: i like that i really like that idea of silver scrolls with holes in them
1: yeah i mean isn't Dicing with Death, just our little uh, d d factory. Like, I love it. Feel free to uh, drop that in as treasure in a future campaign.
0: I totally will. Uh, almost anything that alters, changes, decorates or aids, the production of an
1: item, final piece of the process. So it takes a rare ingredient and a and a proce- rare process
0: uh, I think it just takes a rare
1: ingredient. Typically, in the, and isn't there something about the quill as well?
3: Hmm,
1: There's definitely something about a quill.
0: Uh, Oh yeah, I think I'm just on the wrong fucking page I'm looking at the wrong thing Okay, processes and materials Uh, Scrolls require three components Paper, ink, and a unique quill Common paper, parchment, or papyrus May be used to create scrolls Inks, do this Geometers have this advantage Doesn't... Am I missing the ink, the quill section?
1: Um, see.
0: So here is an example. Milana, an 8th level priestess, decides to create a scroll of protection from poison since she and her fellow adventurers are intending on going wyvern hunting. She's capable of casting the spell Neutralize Poison. She doesn't need to do research. It's a 4th level spell, so it requires an exotic material. The um, it decides it must include nightshade harvested during the dark of the moon. So she spends a week or more locating the mushrooms, waiting for the proper time to collect them. The quill must be of must be a feather steeped in the venom of an adder. Okay, so the
1: okay, mm. So in this case, the, the quill is used as an example of a rare ingredient or whatever, right? Yeah. So I think the ink and the quill both need to be rare ingredients then. Let's, oh, geometers have a special advantage of requiring nothing except for a parchment and a rare quill, which can only be used once. Let's see. All scrolls require a rare quill of some kind. First paragraph under processes and materials. Oh, okay. are you looking at spells and magic? I am. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So everything needs a rare quill. Okay. okay scrolls require three ingredients paper, ink, and a unique quill. Okay.
0: So rare ingredient um, for the quill always, and then a rare a, a rare or exotic material for the ink.
1: So I think what Devon might wind up doing, depending on how we feel about like the disintegration as a, is that the quill or is that the ink, right? The negative space is the ink, right? It seems like there needs to be another process involved in the creation. Um, one option is to use um, a tune. A tune? To, let's see, here we go. Over. Did I add that to my, the second little spell? I didn't add that to my spell list, but you created the attunement spell that I, that um, hmm.
3: really
1: we invented last time to turn a natural weapon into an extension of your body. So I could make a, a shaft of some rare, piece of wood or something attune mm-hmm. it to my body cast lesser disintegration through it and use that as a quill to etch into the silver mm. disintegrating with the tip of a like stone sliver or a you know whatever appropriately rare quill mm-hmm. rather mm-hmm. than with a finger and this would also allow for like finer writing All right it's one thing to have like Heaps of stone tablets for your library, but if you're trying to carry a portable scroll,
3: mm-hmm. you probably want to
1: get something finer. So in this case, it will be like a. I think any natural material would do. So I could even use. I could even attune myself to a cockatrice's quill feather. Ah. Cast disintegrate through the cockatrice's quill. And then. Right. So the the, the attunement lets you use the natural object as if it were an extension of your body in this case for the use of a touch attack
0: Uh uh-huh
1: So the lesser disintegration is like a touch attack through
0: okay but if each spell scroll requires a unique quill then like that might work for a spell but then the next spell that you would want to write down would probably need another
1: does that mean you need to come up with a new quill for every scroll you make for every it, scroll it, type you make, yeah, well, oh, I guess it needs to be specific to the like they I guess they they don't want you with a cockatrice farm using cockatrice feathers for every scroll you write,
0: right, so when you make your your scroll of protection from petrification, you use a cockatrice feather, but when you make mm-hmm. your scroll of uh fireball, you use like a phoenix feather or something,
1: yeah, Phoenix feather sounds super rare, that's like that might be. Too, too far. That's probably fireball. an exotic
0: ingredient instead of a rare yeah. ingredient.
1: Yeah. Um let's see the example has a feather steeped in the venom of an adder. So it could just be a regular quill with some processing done to it that is relevant.
4: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Um alternately like typically you just write on regular paper we could swap out the rare ingredient for a rare tablet in certain Mm -hmm. circumstances right like if it's a scroll of conjure elemental having a tablet from the elemental plane of earth as Mm -hmm. the rare ingredient and then just etching it in normally so like swapping the rare quill for the rare paper seems like a reasonable substitution if it's appropriate but it does seem like they like the processes and the materials should be specific to the spell mhm yeah yeah cool stuff um i don't know what i'm trying to make now but it's
0: well, that seems like Check. probably a, a good thing to do for our next session because we don't have a lot of time. i got some other things I need to do today.
1: Yeah, yeah, we can um, wrap it up. I think Devon, he does have fifth level spells, so I can get Conjure Elemental, which I think will make sense narratively. Mm-hmm. Researching Conjure Elemental and uh, conjuring back my uh, Elemental Slave. Mm-hmm. Um, I think once I'm a higher level making a... Uh, some kind of magic item to trap the elemental
3: mm-hmm.
1: either like a collar that I put over, put around the elemental that forces it to uh, stay here and obey commands
0: Ooh. finding some way to bind it to your will more yeah, permanently I mean, there are those
1: like sensors of elemental summoning or whatever mm-hmm. but that's several levels down the line I think
0: yeah so you want to research
1: a spell there were some good suggestions for magic items um the one that didn't tr- so we did have the, the potion of elemental breath i can make now right i think i've gathered bits of an elemental
0: oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. elemental
1: i think i can do the earth elemental breath nice and what i liked the suggestion to combine them yeah
0: right, the I think, one i think that, that was on just- the subreddit.
1: Yeah, I mean I I would need to I'll need to go hunting to get like air or water or fire stuff. Mhm. But I think that would be a special property of these potions where like maybe there's a small chance of failure, but usually when you combine potions, you roll on a table. But mm-hmm. I think these would be like you you can intentionally mix these potions to like like you drink an earth and a fire breath potion and, and you can belch lava or something like that. Right, right. So, fun stuff. Most of the other magical items left to wait until level 12, maybe level 14 for permanency,
0: mm-hmm. 16
1: for permanency, right?
0: Uh, 14 for lesser, 16 for greater. Okay. Uh, yeah, I made a lesser permanency just to make magic items at a slightly lower level. And then mm-hmm. greater permanency allows you to make um, spell effects permanent on living creatures. Cool.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So then we'll we'll get to that. Now that I have fabricate, I can do. But eventually, we'll Devon will make his uh divine mantle, his like magic robes. Mm-hmm. There were a few other suggestions. I can't remember exactly what they were, but mm-hmm. we will return to that. Um, uh, I was gonna. F- yeah. Oh, I needed the staff of the the world staff. That's the the philosopher's stone. The philosopher's stone. we're gonna fabricate that into the stitching of the uh, of the mantle yes um but that i mean that can wait we got got philosopher's stone will level 14. it's a long
0: process to get there right that's not a there will be many steps to get to the philosopher's stone and exploring the elemental planes or at least the creatures that are there is probably a big Mm -hmm. part of that because the yeah the staff holds up the world, and the world is made of the elemental planes. And so, you probably need a pretty good understanding of all of the planes before you can really make any progress with the uh, philosopher's stone.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, and then Devan doesn't really have; he's got some valuables worth protecting. So there is—I don't know if we talked about it on stream—but there, there is some monster uh, summoning slash creation to be done. Mm-hmm. Going to uh, Drexel's workshop and uh, summoning some guardians for my wizard tower. Mm-hmm. That may maybe that can go along along the same veins as elemental summoning, as in we can do it in a similar or in similar vignette, similar I don't know mini quest. will off need to be evil to summon my guardians or maybe the act of summoning them makes you evil in any case we will uh maybe next week we can go to drexel's workshop and finalize some research on conjuring elementals Maybe make some other monsters.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think we should bring today in for a landing then. Um, I uh, are you good to play next week. I think we I missed do- a Dyson with death or two because I forgot to just put it on the schedule. Yeah. So. I
1: can, next week should work. The week after, I will be out of town.
0: Well, let's do next week. Uh, Is this noon slot better for you than the
1: morning slot? I think I need to do the noon slot. Typically,
0: that is perfect. I much prefer the noon slot. Yeah. Adding Mm -hmm. it to the calendar. Dyson with death, Wednesday, the
1: ninth added. Fun stuff. Any closing thoughts? Any, uh, any narration to drop? Any, like, historical updates to the region to give, or, uh, you hadn't thought of them yet?
0: Well, I, I have a chart here of all the things that are going on in the area. I did bother to make this. Um... My only thought would be that the silver mine is a, a pretty big bump in production for the local area uh, because there is quite a bit of silver to be found here at uh, pretty good concentrations. As long as it can get smelted down, this can be an, Export hub for silver, which maybe in this immediate local area, which is still kind of economically depressed, there's not a lot of call for. But using that trade hub of yours, that um Shelter Bay. the town, Shelter Bay, there are places further away that once they hear about silver here will come a calling. So the silver mine will not in the very short term, but in the mid-term, in the mid-future. Um, will bring travelers from afar will bring wealth from afar and then in the long term might bring threats from afar because you have a large source of silver and once people with power decide that they want to stop paying you for it um, they might well, be more interested in this mine but
1: that's I think we'll probably push
0: years we'll, down the line
1: yeah i I don't know that we will be i mean obviously this word gets out but I don't think it will be immediately advertise that we're mining silver and selling it as a raw material uh, i think we'll be we will be bringing the silver probably over land to necrot where it will be minted into coins mm-hmm. and then these coins will be spent buying goods and services overseas right right so um, i think eventually i imagine over the course of years people will be like where these where is this necrot place and how come there are so many silver coins coming out of there they must Mm -hmm. have Mm -hmm. some supply of silver
0: it will take a while right but word travels um people in necrot might eventually who know of the silver mine might eventually tell people in shelter bay and Mm -hmm. rumor might spread from shelter bay to ships that come here that there is a silver mine somewhere in the hills um but these things happen kind of slowly uh so there's no danger in the short term
1: yeah, I think the exact location of the mine will be somewhat of a mystery, although there will eventually be pretty well-run wagon tracks between Necrot and the mine, mm-hmm. um, By and the I time... think similar to the copper mine, it will be a thing that is, that benefits all of the people of Necrot, or at least they get a cut. So it'll be mm-hmm. something like 10% of the mine's profits are distributed amongst the people of this, or like 10% of the coins minted get distributed amongst the people. Mm-hmm. The remaining 90% go to uh, Devon and the elder's family mm-hmm. to uh, spend as they see fit, usually in the benefit of Necrot or Devon's spell research. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I like that the sirens protecting the mines from the sea. Ooh. Maybe Devon will need to go return to the sirens and make some sort of pact with them. But I think even just passively having sirens off the coast there probably would make it pretty dangerous to get there by sea without precautions. that's true
0: i had f- forgot about the sirens when i mentioned shipping things by sea that would make it very difficult to ship anything around that cape
4: mm-hmm.
2: yeah yep.
1: does yeah hmm does any of this change the scope of the region in an undesirable no? I, mean, I guess you put the silver mine there i'm like if if a prominent i guess a town isn't going to sh- pop up there on the coast because of the silver mine. It will just be a unmarked mining camp.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. cool stuff.
0: Is that it for this week? I think that is it for this week. Um, come back next week for some more Dicing with Death. We will have Tombs of Scoria tomorrow. We'll have Embers of the Wilds this weekend. We'll have the first session of Greg running... Uh, to um Legends of Arcadia this weekend as well. Yeah. We made our characters and fleshed them out off stream last Sunday, a few days ago, except
1: for Nick, who's showing Nick. up with a gnome illusionist without coordinating with the rest of the party. Sorry for spoilers, but
0: uh <sighs> he doesn't know we're playing Swan Maze and Swords. He can be <laughs> way out of the loop.
1: Uh, alas, we didn't have the stats for that but... <sighs> fucking Swan Maze.
0: Next time. When you DM, we'll all be geese. It'll be great.
1: All right. That's it.
0: We'll see you guys later. Bye-bye, everyone. Thanks
1: for watching.